Good everyone, welcome to another episode of the Star Safe Podcast. Today we have another phenomenal guest. His name is Mr. Zena Shin. He's the marketer, seven-figure marketer at Mind Valley. If you don't know Mind Valley, one of the largest personal development businesses in the whole world. He's here with me today. Have a nice listen. Stay tuned. Good everyone, welcome to another episode of the Young Castle Podcast. Today we have another phenomenal guest. We're having him for the second time. His name is Mr. Zena Shin. He's a seven-figure product marketer at Mind Valley, working for amazing, amazing people. This guy, he's amazing. If you haven't listened to the other old episode, make sure you go listen to it right now. And let's shortly begin. Now, because just for the people that don't know you, let's let me let me just ask you this question. I believe in one thing: behind every man's glory, there's always a story. So, can you tell us what you went through before? becoming who you are today man timmy first of all thanks for having me on the show again and i think that's a that's a big story you know um what i can consolidate is uh there were a lot of ups and downs with regard to who i think i wanted to become and a lot of a lot of testing out a lot of trying new things you know i four four years ago i got a one-way ticket to fly to southeast asia for the first time to work with my role model. It was a big leap, you know, I, I lost a lot of friends on the way because of that, um, but I had to follow, I had to follow my intuition. And um, thankfully I did, right? I came here, tremendous growth on many areas of my life. Uh, I found the love of my life now. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with everything I do, everyone I know. Um, and it wouldn't have been possible if I played it safe. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> now let's just let's just go into it now. For someone for someone that might be listening that doesn't know the power of the mind, what, what, mm. so just give us a brief overview about how the mind works and how it influences mm. every single thing about our life. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, first of all, uh, if you guys haven't heard of the growth mindset before, it's a fundamental part of being able to live a life that truly makes you happy. And, you know, there's this very simple comparison, basically a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And I think a lot of the times when you talk about it, right, we, we basically the fundamental difference is this. A fixed mindset is you believe that the reality that you're living in right now, it's going to be fixed, right? And you, you can't do anything to change it. And the brain is just as it is, right? What you grew up with is what you get. Uh, so you, you kind of like give credit to your environment, your, uh, your genes, right? Or, you know, whatever you see true right now. And you just live with that. Now, don't get me wrong. That is, there's nothing wrong with that if that aligns with your goals, right? And um, it's very comfortable. See, I think a lot of people misunderstand between comfort and pain. Mm. You, can still, you can still be in pain, but be comfortable with it, right? And so there's this really fun story before about, uh, you know, like a friend who, who had a dog, right? And, you know, you go see the friend and, the, you know, the dog obviously was upset and it was whimpering. And, you know, look at the friend and you, you, ask, you ask her, hey, like your dog's upset. Like, are you going to do something about that? Uh, and your, the friend would be like, no, uh, there's nothing I would do. And obviously the first thought is you're thinking, okay, if you're a dog person, you say, how dare you? That's your dog. How could you do something like this? And guess what the friend would say? The friend said, the dog is sitting on the nail. 
it's it's upset because it's hurting it, but it's not moving. It's choosing not to move. Mm. And so there's a fundamental difference between you know being in pain and being comfortable. You can be you can be in that both of them at the same time, right?、Mm. And so that's a fixed mindset. Is I'm sure we can all talk about certain things that aren't working well in our life right now.、Um, the question is. Are you willing to step up from that pain and move to something that's unfamiliar, which could be scary, or you continue to sit in that pain? None of them, not, neither of them, are the right answer. The right answer is whatever fits to your vision and what brings you fulfillment, right? And then there's the growth mindset, and the growth mindset basically is the belief that. You can learn anything. That there is that room for change. That if you don't like something, you can do something about that. That you know, there's someone, something that could help you grow beyond your circumstances right now. Now, what I feel like with the growth mindset that I've learned is, it's one thing to hear about the growth mindset and say, "Oh yeah, we can grow." It's another thing to believe that you can. Yes, I, I totally believe it. What you、right. said. So, so for me, that's the journey. It's, it's you know, I first heard about the growth mindset. I think I, I have it right here. Ah, it's up there. It's up on the bookshelf. I'm not going to get it. But you know, like、uh, Carol Dweck has an amazing book called Mindset, right? So I read the book. I was like, oh, great, right? Check it out. It's an amazing book. An amazing book. And you know, now I know there's a growth mindset, but I still didn't see a lot of growth in my life, and that's because I didn't believe that it would work for me. Hmm. Right. So it was like, oh, it worked for other people. That's great, but maybe not for me. And so, what I learned about the power of the mind is also the power of believing in yourself, believing that you can change, that you can grow. Right? That whatever you read, you can replicate those results if you put in the work. So there's a lot of self love and self trust, you know, in this process. With mindset, so that's something that I learned about the power of the mind, right? And that's a very fundamental part of it. Once you, once you, once you realize that you can grow, and then you can, be, you believe that you can grow, the whole world suddenly opens up for you. Now, relating to like the growth mindset, now,、right. someone that has been through a loss in their life, like they've been through、mm. adversity or kinds of problems,、yeah. they might find it difficult. To develop the growth mindset, what what piece of advice will you give that kind of person? Because I know you've you've also been through a lot yourself. Yeah. So I wonder. That's a great question, Tammy. And I want to set the the expectation that I don't think I can ever advise anyone anything. <laughs> I think that everyone has their own circumstances. But what I can share is my own experience. So I think one of the great examples for me in my life when this applied was in my dating. So what happened was I went through a very heart-wrenching breakup with my ex.、Um, it basically ended with,、uh, let's just say, I received a very graphic picture、uh, from her with another man,、uh, and it was it was there was no context. It was just very abrupt. I I sort of knew that the relationship was wobbly and I wanted to fix it,、um, but I didn't expect something as drastic as that, and. You know, obviously, she she afterwards wanted to ask for a forgiveness, and I did forgive her. But I, I just there's nothing that could happen between us anymore. And after that happened for me,、um, I just went into that fixed mindset, thinking that you know it must be my fault, something that I've done. Maybe、mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of of you know romantic love, 
the, at least the vision of romantic love that I have for myself. And so I practically shut off that option for myself. I chose, I, uh, please, please hear me out. It's a choice. So I chose to fix mindset and, and just dwelling in the idea that, okay, I, I can't find anyone. And, you know, just sort of like leave it to circumstance thinking that, okay, you know what? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know, the universe or a higher being will provide. But if not, then there's nothing I could do. That was what I was thinking. And then over time, when I, when I read the book and when I realized that I could change, that's when I tried to test things out. And, and this is where I want to actually let the audience know as well is guys, like when you start something new, when you, when you adopt a new belief model of reality, it's not going to be rainbows and sunshine right away. It's a journey. You're going to test things out. You're going to fumble a bit. You're going to see amazing results. But along the way, every single experience, this is what I always tell myself. There's either a good day or a lesson day. There's either a good day or a lesson day. There's never, ever a bad day. Right. So it's all about perspective. And so for me, that's how, that's how I went through that journey. So I, I, I can't say like for your audience who suffered loss, I'm so sorry to hear that. And, you know, I, I can't really empathize with what kind of loss you guys went through, but I just want to say we all have a choice. And at the same time, we don't need to be positive all the time. I think there's this thing called toxic positivity. Toxic positivity where, yeah. Thank you, Timmy. Yes. Yes. Where it's like, we all just think, you know, in personal growth, right? Everyone is like, you got to be happy all the time. You got to be possible all the time. That's not true. We are human beings. We have so, emotions. I so, watched a video yeah. about that like some days ago. No, keep on. Keep amazing. On. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. So yeah, that's basically my point is allow yourself to feel the emotions. If you're going through loss, allow yourself to mourn. But when you finally truly mourn, with the knowing that there is a better tomorrow, if you choose it, that morning becomes a part of the hero's journey. Um, have you seen Harry Potter before? Um, my mom didn't really allow me to watch his films, but I... I, I, I see, I see. It. You know a bit about it. Okay, so for anyone out there, it's a story about a wizard, right? And, and he basically lost his parents at a very young age. He lost people he loved along, along the, the journey. But every, every loss taught him something that allowed him to be stronger. And, and for him, it was, it was human loss. It was actually death uh, to people whom he loved. What was beautiful, though, was that through that, he was able to live the vision and the hope that the people who passed on em- empowered him within him. Right? So he was essentially living his life his life was also not just in his own. You know? um, so that's all I would say, you know, with, with mindset and loss is you got you to you gotta embrace it. You, you know, don't, don't shut it off. Don't, don't discredit it. But at the same time, know that there is a tomorrow and you, it can be better. It will be better if you choose to be. True. Everything, almost everything is a choice in our life. Even, even right from when we were babies, it's, mm. it's, it's still a choice, but it was just influenced by someone else. Am I right? That's true. Or... That's true. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think we're all born with like uh, a certain blueprint. Like, mm, let's say poker, right? Let's say we're playing poker. Uh, do you know poker? Like the card game? 
Texas yes. Hold'em poker. Right. So we can't choose what kind of cards we're dealt with. We can't. That's just by by chance, hopefully. <laughs> Unless uh, <laughs> the house is cheating. Um, but but even then, right? Even if the house is cheating, you can't control what cards you're dealt with. But you can control how you use those cards. And I, that's when you see professionals versus amateurs. Amateurs only win when they get good cards. Professionals win based on the table and the psychology and how they are able to use the best of their cards and psychology to win the entire table, right? And, and so they're a great example of, of what you just mentioned. Oh, Temi, I lost you. So, <laughs> I, love this, I love this thing that someone said, E plus R equals O, event. You can't really control the event. You can't control where you're born. None of that. You can't really control. But what you can control is your reaction to that event. And that ultimately determines the outcome. You can't control whether your, your parents will die. You can't control some of those things. But what you can control is the response. And I, I, I totally agree with you. Okay. That leads me to the next question. I'd like to ask you, someone, well, what happens when an individual, because I, I really buttress on this point a lot on my page, what happens when an individual wakes up saying positive affirmations to themselves and what happens to an individual that wakes up with a negative, with negative affirmations like the day off and stuff like that? What happens? That's a really good question, man. You ask good questions. <laughs> I love that. Um, so I, I think, first of all, there are two components to it, right? So number one is affirmations alone would not bring you results. And I think that's a very common misconception for other people. It's like they think they're going to wake up and they're going to say something and something's going to happen. right? But affirmations only happen when you put your emotions into it. Because emotions are energy and motion. And so when you put your emotions into it, when you start believing in it, that's when you start to shift. And what shifts, let's say from a more concrete level, right? What shifts, at least in the mind, is your reticular activating system, right? Because in a situation, you can always choose to, 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 to see the situation in different perspectives. Here's a great example. There's a story, right? So a man was driving a car with a friend. And all of a sudden, there's this other car that came up and cut him up, like cut him off, right? And then kept driving. And obviously, this other guy was rushing. Now, the man, the protagonist of the story driving the car, he was furious. All he could think about in his head was that, that insert bad language. <laughs> and and you know, that, that guy, that like, how dare he, you know, like, that's dangerous. You're cutting me off. Like, I wish you have a terrible day. I hate you. You know, everything negative comes out. And the friend who was sitting in the passenger seat looked at him and said, well, why don't we flip it around? What if I tell you that that guy who is driving so quickly and cut you off just received news that his son got into a very terrible car accident. And he, he doesn't even know if he will ever see his son again. How would you feel? I feel almost awful, man. Right. So obviously the driver couldn't be angry at the guy anymore. He said, if that's true, 
well, then I can't be angry at him because that's, that's unfortunate. I feel compassion for him. But, you add a but, but, how do I know if that's true? And so the friend said, you don't, and you never will. But what would you choose to believe? Would you rather the rest of the day being like someone who is angry, pissed off at this random guy who cut him off on the street? Or would you rather be someone who's compassionate and just feel, hmm, I send him love, blessings, and let's move on with my day? Cool. We all have a choice to, to see things in a way that serves us as well as others. Now, am I saying it's easy? No, not initially. It's a muscle that you have to train. But once you train that muscle, you would notice that life just seems so much better, right? And isn't that what we all look for? I'm not saying the material goods are not important. I'm not saying that, you know, if someone, if someone punch you in the face, then you should be compassionate about them. No, if he punch you in the face, that's physical assault. First of all, that's illegal. <laughs> Secondly, you know, you should be mad at that guy. What I am saying is in most circumstances, you do have a choice. And when you, when you are seeing things at a positive level, you also see more opportunities, right? Because again, uh, uh, you know, you always hear this story, right? Like Timmy, for example, let me ask you, have you ever, let's say, really wanted something like, a, let's say you want a new microphone, right? Or a new cell phone. Did you notice that all of a sudden everyone has that cell phone? Like a, a bunch of people yes. out there, <laughs> right? Yes. That's true, right? And same for me. But what's interesting to me is that the reality never changed. The same amount of cell phones were always out there. The, the change was in our brain. Mm. We, we started to pick up the cell phones around us because we wanted to see those cell phones. So similarly, when you wake up in the morning and you, and you, and you, you talk, you, you recite positive affirmations with emotions, you start to see these positive emotions being realized in your life. You, if, if, you, if you have negative affirmations in the morning, if you, uh, Americans say you walk up on the wrong side of the bed, yeah. you start seeing all the reasons why life sucks. True. But the, the, the quote-unquote objective reality never shifted. So, so this is also why some people who can't receive, right, if you asked, let's say if they did really good at work and someone came, said, gave them a compliment, the manager came, gave them a compliment, his customer came and said, you changed my life. If they don't see, at the end of the day, you ask this guy, how's your day? They actually said, eh, nothing really happened. Because they don't, right? Because they don't receive and they don't see. So this is the power of affirmations if done right. All right. Yeah. And just to add, does the, I'm not sure if it relates, but like I was hearing Bob Brock to saying something. He said one of the reasons why negative things spread is because that is where most people's minds are aligned with or something mm -hmm. like that. Is that true? I think um, your, your thoughts tend to synchronize with your environment. So negative thoughts or positive thoughts, they are both equally easy to spread. However, the human mind, unfortunately, does hold onto negative um, impressions a bit longer. And this is because it stems back to our evolution. 
when we were gather hunter up sorry about that gatherer hunters right when we were we were like that back then right it is a lot more useful to remember that there is a tiger living in the forest than that there are plums on that tree right because if there are plums on that tree we get it nice it's like a good dessert if there's a tiger there we forget you're dead so so the mind is hardwired to remember negative things longer but it doesn't mean that you don't have a choice to choose to focus on the positive. Right. right. And so if let's say Timmy, like right now, right? Like, you know, we're friends and you have a lot of amazing friends as well. Like if you're in this environment and you ever s- slip into a bit of a negative slope, right? We would be there to pick you up and remind you of the positive and hence the positive thoughts spread. Alternatively, if you're in a circle of friends that let's say are negative towards your life goals, then whenever you feel positive, they want to talk you out of it because they believe in a different mm-hmm. reality. So your environment matters. Who you surround yourself with matters. And I'm not saying that, you know, like you need to go around and start saying, oh, you're not enough, you're not enough. No, if they're happy, good for them. But the point is, if you realize that they are not serving you, then maybe for now, it's better to part ways. And who knows? Life is mysterious. You might come back together one day and they might be a different person, right? Um, So never, never burn bridges. That's my principle. Never, ever burn any bridges, which means never, ever sabotage a relationship to the point where it it cannot be salvaged, right? But it's okay to say goodbye temporarily, you know? Um, it's really, really important to surround yourself with people who sees your potential and supports your dreams, even if they might not understand it. And that's really important. Those are the most precious ones, bro. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 100%. Wow. I actually forgot the next the question. I was just asking it. <laughs> Let's flow, man. Let's flow. Let's just flow. So you, you were talking about Oh, yeah. Do you believe in the law of attraction? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. I believe that your, your attention, uh, your, your intention and attention, they play important factors to what kind of things you attract into your life. I do not believe that you can just think about something not do anything and it's going to happen doesn't that's, that's why that's sorry that's why i asked you because i've been hearing about it lately i've been trying yeah. to i even watched the movie the secret i didn't fully watch it mm. but like i watched it halfway but i still don't understand how it works mm. because sometimes mm. since when i was a little boy i'll just dream of stuff and they won't come i'll dream of stuff sometimes they'll come so that's why I wanted to to ask mm. you, do you believe in the law of attraction? Okay. Well, well, my question for you is how how spiritual do you want to get here, bro? <laughs> how spiritual do you want to go? Because I have uh, I have some thoughts that are quite on the spiritual level, and uh, you can go as deep as you want, as deep as you want. All right, all right. Okay. So here are just my thoughts. Okay. Um, from what I've been seeing and being surrounded by, just incredible, incredible game changers and really picking their brains and synchronizing with my own, what I've noticed is that, let's say when you have something you really want, right? When you send an intention to the universe, because of the different frequency 
that the material world and the higher plane operates at. Let's say, imagine it is a restaurant. So the material world is a restaurant and we're, we're sitting at the dining table right now. And you just submitted to waiter and say, hey waiter, um, I would like to order this, right? <laughs> uh, let's say it's a dish called success. It's a, it's a broad term, but let's just say it's called success, right? In your own terms. But let's say you, you go to the chef and the chef operates at a different frequency than your dining table. So it takes time to come back. Hmm. Now, one thing I noticed is that a lot of people, they, they make a mistake of changing the order while it's being made. Hmm. And that's where consistency comes in, right? If you just say you want success and, and the chef is like, okay, the chef universe is like, okay, I'll make you the best dish of success you can ever, you've ever seen, right? And all I need to do is, first of all, sit at the dining table. Don't go somewhere else, right? Otherwise, when I serve the dish, you're not going to be there. And secondly, I need you to be patient but consistent with your order. A lot of people, what they do is they then said, oh, you know what? I don't think success is right for me. I want, uh, I want, um, Shit. Uh, okay, that's not a good example. Let's say, let's say, okay, let's say something more specific. Let's say I want a thriving relationship, and then all of a sudden, while the chef is cooking a thriving relationship for you, you're like, you know what? Never mind. I want a, I want a thriving uh, friendship. Now, now the chef is like, oh, okay. Well, then I need to redo the whole dish. And now you're like, okay, you know what? I want a thriving business instead. I don't care about my relationship. I don't care about my friendship. And so when you when you repeatedly change your order. The universe needs to redo the whole thing. And if you keep doing that, your reality is, why does nothing ever happen? Mm. Right. Well, that's the more spiritual way of looking at it. Now, on the flip side, because there's always duality, the way I look at the, the material world is that, you know, when there's something that you, you send an intention out there to, you got to work together, man. You got to work together. You have to work. You have to work together, right? Like, um, gosh, there's this amazing story where, oh man, I wish I remember the story. I wish I remember the story. But basically the whole, the, whole, the whole idea is that this guy, yeah, sorry, I, I'm not going to pretend to remember the story, but basically the whole point is this. No, no problem. You got to work together with the universe. If you truly believe that that's how the, the world works, if you believe, if you understand that there's a higher realm, right? There's a higher plane of existence, then you can't just delegate everything to them or even your higher self, right? You got to do the work, right? Like any relationship, there's always a mutually uh, beneficial component to it. And you got to work together. And so even if you send an intention to the universe, you got to do something on this realm to meet them halfway, right? True. Right? It's like, it's like I know one do of my friends... Do your part and leave the rest. Do your part and leave the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do your part, man. You got to do your part. And so, you know, like, like there's this, um, on a more religious context, from a Christianity perspective, I know that um, they often say, right, in, in, in the Bible that, you know, if you wish for strength, God will give you challenges. Mm. Because through challenges, you acquire strength. That's true. Right? Mm. 
And so nothing is going to come on a silver platter, but the opportunity is going to be there. And so the question is, when the opportunity comes to you disguised as a challenge, what are you going to do about that? Mm. Wow. I must say, I must say, this has been one of the deepest interviews I've ever had. And let's, let's, wow. let's keep it going. <laughs> let's, keep, let's, <laughs> let's keep it going. Now, uh, the same thing, action, taking action. You can't just like, you have to do your part and leave the rest for God, the universe. But still doing your part is what matters the most because mm-hmm. I'll explain this. For example, now, I am, let's say, you have someone you're working under and you ask him for a car. Do you think if you don't work, at least you're working for him. So if you don't work at all for him and you just decide to lay, will he give you the car? Well, no. I mean, if you work for him, even if the money you're gaining for him, even is, is even if it's not enough, he'll still get you the car because he sees you're working. And that's the that's the way I look, I look at it as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Let's move. 100%. Let's move on to the next question. Now, I want to I want to take a question from the audience. I want to see what the people say. The question they have. Hmm. I don't see much questions. Let me ask you this question. Now, someone said, asked me this question one day. She said, she's surrounded with toxic people, but she doesn't mm. know how to stay positive. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you for asking that. Uh, it's something that a lot of people struggle with. It, to be honest with you, if you want to keep positive in an environment that is toxic for you, it's going to be it's going to be challenging because you're even though you keep telling yourself that you want to be positive and you have these beliefs right and you, you're doing all these things the collected environmental programming that's going to flood into your your brain is going to overwhelm you and so to be honest the best way is to either minimize interaction with these so-called toxic people in your life, or, you know, sometimes it could be tricky. Sometimes it could be your family. Well, then what do you do? That's right. Nice. And so, right. And so um, there's one thing that I learned for myself with my family. Now my family is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but there were times when we just don't see eye to eye. And so for me, the phrase that I tell them and more so telling myself is let's agree to disagree. Let's agree to disagree, which means, look, I respect you for voicing your opinion, um, and I love you, but I also need to stand my own beliefs and my own, my own perspective. And I know that if I don't, I'm doing myself a disservice. I'm disrespecting myself, and I'm going to lose confidence because of this, right? So I'm, I'm choosing love to myself. But I'm also not robbing you of love. I'm just agreeing that we're disagreeing. Let's move on. And this phrase has saved me from a lot of interactions that required somehow, like reaching a conclusion when you couldn't really. And just really giving both parties the sort of way out and say, okay, you know what? Yeah, that's okay. Like you, you do you, I do I, right? 
Um, and then you do that, right? And then, and then if they keep coming after you, then you just eventually have to make a stand, but with compassion, you know, um, really just make a stand for yourself. Because here's the thing. If you say yes to them, you're saying no to yourself. Mm. So my question is, is that okay with you? And if it is, then okay. I don't, I hope the answer is, is not. <laughs> I hope you want to say yes to yourself. That's the what's best for you. Maybe in the future you can mend a relationship. I had, I had a guy on my podcast. He's, he's a Nigerian as well. But he said something. He said he, he had big dreams, yes, of course. But his mother didn't really support him. Oh, sorry. To the extent that... No, don't worry. To the extent that for, for about seven years, he couldn't speak to his mother because his mother was so toxic. Wow. But right now, they have an amazing relationship right now, even though they, they just had to distance themselves for some time. But now they have an amazing relationship. So I believe distance, distance yourself and do what's best for you then. Maybe sometime in the future. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think you brought up a really interesting point to me is um you do you also means that you get to do things that is true to you and you don't need that validation and here's an example i can go and i can choose to give love to someone or act in alignment with love to someone that had an argument with me and i don't need that person to say anything to me like, I don't need him to say sorry. I don't need him to say, oh, I love you too. I don't need him to do anything. I do my part because it's for me, right? And so, so for, you know, right now, the, the thing is, let's say if I'm in a, rela- in a relationship that's a bit tough with someone I care about, right? I can choose to either get into a cold war, which trust me, I've done that before and it did not end well. Um, or I can just choose to do my part and send this, this person compassion. And I don't need this person to come back and say, I agree with you, or I love you too, or you know what, I was wrong. No, I'm fine, right? Um, I'm, I'm, instead, I choose to act from a place of forgiveness and from a place of love and leave it at that. See, because the thing is, a lot of people think forgiveness is for the other person. No, it's really for yourself. It's really for yourself because sometimes I'm telling you, man, sometimes someone pissed you off or really done something that hurt you. And a year passed by, two years passed by, you're still holding the grudge against this person. I'm telling you, this person probably forgot about it. They probably don't even remember. And this happened to me. This is why I know. I had a friend that I used to be really close with. We got into a dispute, a fight. And I hold into the grudge for a long time. I was like, how, how could he do something like this? Um, years later, I decided one day, he popped up on my Facebook feed and I was like, yeah, it's about time, you know, it's about time. So I, I sent him a message full of love and, for, and compassion and just say, by the way, like I forgive you for doing that. I know it wasn't probably your intention. It's okay. And the reply I got was, what are you talking about? Wow. Let that sink in. Mm. So yeah, mm. 
Pasti paham. Ya. Wow. By the way, Temi, uh, you and I we can talk for hours, man. I really enjoy talking to you. Uh, but I, I, I have to go soon, so I just wanted to like let you know as well. I know. Um, we're about to end. According to the time you picked, we're about to end in like five minutes. Amazing. And to end it off, to end it off. Yes. If you could step into my shoes as the person interviewing you, what question would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I would have asked, what is something that's really important for you right now? You have to answer the question as well. <laughs> okay, so um, what's really important for me right now is actually starting to, I'm starting to also serve the community a bit more. So um, if you guys, if you guys notice, um, you probably noticed that uh, my online presence isn't as big as most of the people that I collaborate with, that I work with, and that's because my focus has been empowering them. Uh, but right now I'm stepping out and I'm, I'm trying to do my part in the world as well. Cause I think, you know, a lot of things are happening around the world and people like Timmy, you know, you're doing your part. And I think I also need to step up and, you know, uh, share what I know and share my, my experiences and my network and, you know, hopefully empower people along the way. So that's what's important for me right now is uh, to doing that. I'm supporting you all the way. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry Timmy. about that. No worries. Thank no worries. You. Thank you very, very much for accepting the request to come on again. And it's amazing. The first podcast we had was actually the video was one of, even though it wasn't high quality, was one of the best videos for my YouTube channel to today. Wow. I really appreciate you. I'm honored, man. And I'm glad it helped you. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Keep crushing it, man. You're doing something amazing. <laughs>